You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey, everyone. Are you thinking about giving the gift of a panoramic image? Or maybe you love taking panos because if you're like me, well, you have an affinity for panos, you can get the most color out of the panos, and you can show a whole lot more than what you could get in just one image. Well, if you want to learn exactly how to deliver those panos in different forms, well, you're in the right place. So welcome to another episode of Ask Drone You. My name is Paul. And my name is Rob, and thank you for being with us. I know I'm very um, anxious to hear the answer to this question. Yeah, so why don't we go ahead and get right into today's question, which is brought to you by our friends. I'm talking about the bald-headed guy next to me here, Mr. Rob Burdick. Uh, <laughs> we, wow. Um, if you're like me and you love to travel to new places, you love to go on adventures, you love to go to places where other people can't go because, frankly, that makes it more fun. Well, if you're like me and you love photographing those places or you love making 3D models of those places, then you're going to want to join us at the Drone You Fly-In. Just go to DroneUFlyIn.com and learn how you can participate in over 20 different flight missions throughout a weekend. All right, I'll see you there. Hey, guys, quick question here. John from Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm looking into doing my own panoramas and real estate shots, and I'm just curious on how to deliver it to the client. Uh, I want to start out small. I've done a few uh, different jobs for uh, multiple companies, uh, but I want to go on my own. And the big question is, how do you deliver it to the client? Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks, John. Appreciate the question. AskDroneU.com is where he asked that question. So go there. I know you have a question in your mind that a lot of other people have, and they're not willing to put their voice out there. So be the one who does. I assume that he is asking the question because of the size of the file is, or what, what do you think is the basis for the question? Well, it was funny because when we first talked about this outside, I was like, well, what is he delivering? <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're like, well, I'm 95% sure he's talking about uh, the question on uh, panoramic images, which we discussed uh, very recently. So, I mean, that was my first uh, uh, question, but you do make a good point. Are you, are you delivering digitally or are you delivering physically? Uh, because when it comes to digital assets, obviously we want to protect those assets. Yeah. Right? And maybe know? that's a part of what he's talking about. Well, you got to add, you know, all your copyright information. Like if you, you know, if you open up a photo, for example, in Photoshop and you click that file info, it's really good to add your name as mm. the creator, but it's also good to uh, add other information. You're so talking like, in the metadata? Yes. Yeah. So if we go to file and file info from, uh, this is Photoshop uh, Creative Cloud, we definitely want to input the creator information. And we definitely, if you're a local business, you want to put in your location, or maybe if the photo was taken in a particular location, put that location. In the headline and description, you can say, um, uh, for example, we'll throw up this one. Before we get to the physical aspect, if we were to throw up this one, we would say uh, Albuquerque rain monsoon season new mexico right i put i actually picked this one up because it's one of the ones i probably can show 
on YouTube. Anyway, that being said, um, I will talk about physical panos here in a second before I break Rob's new computer again. Um, that being said, going back to file info, for keywords, try to focus on the area where it is local attractions and then put in like aerial photography or drone photo or aerial photo. And then under copyright notice, obviously, if you're using a Mac, you can hit option G. Hold on, option G. And that comes up with the copyright symbol. And then you can copyright your images. Remember though, as of I believe it was last year, you actually have to go in and register your copyrighted images, which really blows. Every single one of them. Um, I don't know if you can batch or not. I, I would imagine you could, but mm. but I'm not really sure. Um, and then rightage, uh, right usage terms, you can write all rights reserved or contact me if you want a copy of this photo, etc. You know, there are other ways to protect your images to see if they've been posted in other places. Google Image Search is an amazing tool just to see if someone else has used your image, and then you can send them invoices if they've used your images erroneously or illegally. Um, in addition, though, you can also uh, do a pixel embed, and there's a couple other programs mm -hmm. out there that will allow you to add digital watermarks that also have tracking features built into them. Which, in effect, will notify you if somebody uses your image somewhere. Yes, I'm not going to say what that service is because it took me like nine years to learn what that service was. Wow. And that's it, powerful. Yeah, yes, it is. Wow. Also, is it very expensive? Um, depends on your ideology of expensive. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, it's a few well, thousand a year. Oh, I would consider that pretty expensive, but of course it depends upon your images and what they're worth, right? Exactly. It's relative. So exactly. totally understand that from a business perspective. But I guess because ultimately a pano is just, it's one file and I'm talking about delivering an image pano digitally. Yes, you're bringing a lot of different files together to build the pano, mm -hmm. but ultimately it becomes one pano, which I mean, you, for all intents and purposes, um, you could send it by email almost, right? Um, I know that's not accurate, but my point is it's probably not that complex. Some of them, if they're small enough, you could send via email if they're, tw if they're smaller than 25 megabits. Yeah. But yeah, you could send them via email. You could send them via Hightail, right. Dropbox, Google Drive. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of services out there that offer that. Right. But I think actually he was probably more interested, and in, I'm just guessing here, and I could be wrong. You know what? I probably am wrong, but I'm just going with right anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, we're speculating because there wasn't, like you said, it, there wasn't a lot of nuance behind the question, but that's okay. So Gives the, us the more room to go broader. That's true. So the second part of this particular uh, show is, so where, where if you, let's say, you know, delivering digitally, sure, email, Dropbox, Drive, uh, Hightail, um, there's a lot of different sources out there. You could even do FTP download from your website. Um, that way, if you wanted to, like, say, see how many IP addresses are downloading your stuff, etc. Um, by the way, I will say one thing, you know, Vic uses Hightail a lot, and I'm a Google Drive user because with Google Drive, there's the activity button, so mm. I can see if people mess with my stuff or share it with other people, which they shouldn't have. So, um, which is why I really like Drive. But he uses Hightail. Mm -hmm. um, and I actually like that because there's a hard 30-cut day deadline mm -hmm. to download stuff. So you kind of, you set boundaries and expectations. And I think that's something that if you're a photographer, videographer, drone-ographer, whatever that means, um, if you're one of those people, 
then that could be a very good useful feature for you because I don't know about you guys, but I've definitely had clients ask me like six months after the fact, hey, can I have that photo? And then I'm like, oh, I don't have that photo anymore. And they look at me like, what? Like the world just ended and I'm like, I'm sorry, but I take a lot of images and I don't keep all of them and you don't pay me for storage because if you did, it would be $29 a month. Hey, maybe that's what we should do is, you know, you're talking about a hundred million dollar business is uh, I'm just going to start a whole new cloud storage system that auto organizes like everything you own. Hmm. And then, you know, I, I, I got like $500 million ideas right there. Hold on. Never mind. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's a lot. But going back to physically printing them, um, I love Sam's Club. I know that sounds weird, um, but I think Sam's Club does a really good job at these aluminum prints. Uh, and in fact, I was at a gallery in Durango this weekend with a National Geographic photographer. It just made me realize, too, if you're a National Geographic photographer, it may be good, but the label doesn't really mean too much. Um, and I say that because it seemed like for him that label was everything, but his skills were so much further and above and beyond that, if that makes sense. Interesting. Huh. So... That being said, he also prints a Sam's Club. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I was like, oh, do you like to print on aluminum by chance? And he was like, aluminum is my favorite. And I was like, really? I was like, okay, so looks like I've hit on a point that other people have hit on as well. Yeah. So Sam's Club aluminum is the way to go. It is cool. Um, it's very cool. Yeah, it is cool. Um, also, if you wait uh, and, and check their site regularly or just put it in your calendar, check it once a week, the prints go on sale for like 30 or 40, 50% off. Pretty regularly. Hmm. So very cool. What is this one printed on? So this one was actually done by Sarah, my my wife, my partner in crime. And the problem with Sam's Club, while we're holding this together, the problem with Sam's Club is the fact that it scales your images and online. Sometimes if you have panos that are too wide, it won't make them look proper. So this is a proper pano printed on aluminum and poly something. Oh, so it's actually two layers of aluminum with something in between. Yes. For just probably because it's so big. Because it's so big. Just to give it more sturdiness. Yes. Structurally sound. So. Interesting. Uh, this pano was, let's see, 24 images. Okay, wow. So eight three stacks. So what is the size of that image going to be? Because again, I'm really trying to trying to get to the bottom of this it's question. Enormous. Really? Um, I'm looking it up right now. I have it on this this computer. I figured. Um, See what that is. You mean the physical size of it? Um, I mean the digital size of it. Okay. Show inspector. Let's find out. It still has the GPS information. I should probably remove that. Pixel width is 15,358 pixels wide. Okay. Average image is about 4,000 or 5,000. Okay. And so what is that in terms of megabytes, gigabytes? Megapixels? Megapi uh, yeah. Well. Let's find out. What's the size of the file is what I'm trying to ask. Okay. Oh, what's the size of the file? Yes, sir. So you don't want megapixels. You want the physical size of the file. Yes, sir. Um, give me a second. Sorry for the dead air. Yeah. We could use you here, Kirill. Uh, no, it's fine. He's probably going to put in do, 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 do. <laughs> um, the physical size of that image is 22.4 megabits. 
So it's not very big. No, I mean, that could fit that. in an email. Yeah. yeah. As a, far as a Gmail email. Megapixels are concerned, it is 47 megapixels, almost okay. 48. Got it. Got it. Well, I think uh, I think you've answered the question. I think I know I th- doesn't Jason use Hightail as well? Jason does use Hightail. Yeah. So that's for, a couple of award-winning professional photographers that are using Hightail. Yeah. Hightail really helps set a lot of good boundaries for digital delivery. Um, and just to kind of quickly recap, look, if you're creating large format print, um, I would go to a graphics company and, uh, and like print with them. I think that Costco and Sam's Club have really great options for printing. I personally like the Sam's Club aluminum printing. That, mm-hmm. That's what works for me. Yeah. I literally have panos in restaurants and sell them regularly. So um, it works well. Yeah. For all my super large format uh, panos, I obviously use my wife, and I know a lot of people, not everyone has the ability to just say, hey, wife, print me this. So what should you do when looking for someone to print something that high of quality? Look, she works at a sign company, but not all sign companies have photo quality printers. And that's actually Hmm. a little hurdle that she and I had to get over is she was printing something, and it it looked really pixelated, and I was like, no, 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 no. Well, that didn't go over well. I probably should have been like, <laughs> you know, honey, uh, this doesn't look quite right. And uh, did we use the right printer? You know, that probably wouldn't even gone over well either. But anyway, um, you got to make sure you have a good photo quality printer. And you've got to make sure that the signage company uh, is not, you know, blowing smoke up your tail, that they do actually have that. Also, the typical means of people printing photos, like on these polyurethane backers, would not recommend that. I think something more sturdy like aluminum, um, is really the way to go. So, is it scratch? I mean, obviously it's scratchable, but is it pretty sturdy in terms of the actual printed image? Not nearly as much as the aluminum. Yeah. So, meaning the Sam's Club aluminum. But also, what I like about Sam's Club is that it comes with the float um, frame, which is really nice for hanging. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Yeah. So check them out. Maybe we should have got Sam's Club to sponsor the show, but we didn't <laughs> have time to call them. So on that bombshell, that's going to do it for us today. My name is Paul. My name's Rob. This is Ask Dronio. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.